we need to rise up with the artistic creativity, storytelling. You know, we need to have a whole army that represent biblical gospel so that God's agenda will win in child's heart before they turn 12. Family man, yeah. Welcome to the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Well, Scott, I've been doing the dad thing this morning. My son, Abe, he cuts grass for a living. Um, that's what he loves doing. He's great at it. He likes straight lines. He likes clean machines, and uh, he loves all that. And so he came in and said, his truck's not starting. And I'm like, oh, great. Because, you know, between you and me and everybody else who's listening, he bought a truck uh, a couple months ago. He thought he was getting a super good deal. Had this salt spreader on the back of it. You know, it's kind of a flatbread truck. Um, He needed something to pull his big trailer. And last year, he was using our Suburban which was getting a little rough <laughs> and uh, it was having a, an oil leak in its rear, whatever rear oil leak, whatever they call that, which I thought maybe we can fix it. And I looked it up on YouTube. You have dropped the transmission. It's a big pain. Ooh. So I'm not going to fix it. Well, he thought he'd sell the, the salt spreader and that would, you know, almost cover the cost of the truck, but he hadn't sold the salt spreader and the truck has needed a ton of work and it's not running right now because it's probably got a bad starter. And he went out he said, I'm going to take the Suburban. And the Suburban battery was dead. And so he's frustrated. And I mean, I just, I feel for him because, and you know, that same feeling you go to do something oh, yeah. and nothing works. Yep. And even your plan B, nothing works. <laughs> and you go to plan C and it's like, ah, nothing works. <laughs> and you go, you know, so he was doing that this morning. But, you know, it's a reminder to me that my problems and his problems aren't that big. We have a Michelle Helfer who has done our, who was our assistant for years and years. She hasn't been for the maybe the last five years, um, but she's having a brain tumor removed right now. And uh, Dad, you'll probably listen to this on Thursday or Friday. Uh, but if you'll pray for her, her husband is Jeff. And uh, he's a good family man. I know they're concerned. They they think that this tumor, which is at the base of her skull, is um, not cancerous or benign, if that's the good kind. But they're still super concerned. And they have got three daughters that, um, you know, they would like to see God work in the midst of this so that, you know, that they could be reminded that God is good and that he cares and. Uh, so you can pray for Jeff and Michelle and their daughters and, and don't worry about my starter, our starter. We'll take, we'll get that thing care of as well. Um, but Scott, uh, Henry sounds like he's doing pretty good. Yes. He's growing and they're dealing with the little issues here and there. It's, you know, up and down. We had a down day the other day, but. Oh yeah. I didn't read about that. What kind of down day? Uh, it wasn't really. It's just the communication was weird. So, the, like, they basically 
they had what what turned out to have happened was they had three new babies that were like smaller than Henry was when he was born show up the other night. And so it was all hands on deck in the NICU and they were crowded and things got a little chaotic. And so the the nurses that normally work with weren't working with Henry because they were busy trying to help save other babies. And, uh, and so the little nurse that was talking to Abby was, you know, said a few things that weren't exactly right, but it scared her. So, you know, yeah, it's just part of the roller coaster ride of being in the NICU. Um, right. Uh, we had we had a friend who was like at our church, and she worked in. She was a nurse, and she was like, she was dreading. And this is years ago. She was dreading that she had to work in the ICU that night. She goes, "I don't know what all those buzzers mean." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. that that's comforting." <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, no, there's, he's doing well. Things are either changing. the French fries are done or his heart is stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it feels like when you walk in there sometimes. Um, yeah. yeah. And you never know because I, I remember I was in physical therapy uh, when I was in a bad car wreck a long time ago. And uh, there was this lady who came in and she was dressed just like all the other physical therapists, you know. And but she just started. I said, oh, you're starting. Yeah, she was a, an, an assistant or an aide even though they have the same little scrubs on, you know? And I said, Oh, what'd you do before? She goes, oh, I worked at pizza hut. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then later that day, I see this old couple totter in and you know, he looks like he's going to die. And the, he, they get him into the bathroom and this older lady, she, her, his wife asked the, the aide that I just talked to said, you know, he's been having some pains in his chest do you think that's bad? And, and the lady goes, I'm not really sure. And I'm thinking she worked at pizza hut yesterday, you know? Uh, so be careful, be careful out there. Uh, well, ask some questions. I have a little bone to pick with you this week. Oh yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Scott. It feels like family man, fix it or finish it. February is still going on. <laughs> uh, uh, what are you fixing? Our basement project. Well, <laughs> I have a new thing to fix that popped up yesterday, um, but but our basement project is still going on. Last week, my wife decided we we're going to paint the ceiling of the basement. We started out, we were going to do the floor. And that was on, I don't know, Tuesday. She, we were all set. We were going to do the floor, and we were going to use this certain type of tile stuff that she used in her studio but then within 24 hours that had changed to we weren't doing the floor we were painting the ceiling but then we had to do lights too and we had to rewire a bunch of stuff and we were going to have friends come and help us and then maybe we were going to do the floor next week with some other stuff and not the flooring we were and i'm like i i suddenly started hearing this verse in my head about counting the cost before you build a house to make sure you can finish right. it. You know? <laughs> and I mentioned that to my wife on a couple of occasions and it didn't go well at all. But <laughs> anyway, the, we had some friends come over and the, I'm very grateful because just the prep work, Will and I were about ready to drop dead from trying to get the basement <laughs> ready for all of this. And then finally, you know, we rented a paint sprayer from Home Depot and spray painted the ceiling of the basement, which oh, yeah. was loads of fun. Cause you know, when you spray paint a ceiling, you paint everything right. else too. It wants basically. to go down. Yes. Yeah. 
So we're wearing hazmat suits and trying not to breathe it in. And, you know, it was an adventure. Um, is it done? Uh, it's done. The paint is done. And then our friends came over and helped us rewire things. And that was amazing because I was so shot by that point. I hadn't slept more than like five hours a night in four nights, I think. Um, yeah. And if I sound a little groggy, it's because I've been breathing in paint fumes right. and <laughs> dust for days now uh, and not sleeping much. But uh, the ceiling's done. The the wiring is done. We have these cool new lights that uh, don't tell my wife because she thinks they're really beautiful and all that. And to me, they kind of look like uh, the only thing I can think of is like those, those lights in the, the mess hall on MASH. <laughs> yeah. It's like army lights, you know, or like right. in in like a summer camp, you know, dining hall or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's sort of like, I don't know how else to describe them anyway, but they look cool. <laughs> it's just, I, yeah, I wouldn't I have, tell. I wouldn't have, no, they look cool to me, but I just, I wouldn't have picked right. my wife to pick these, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. anyway, I'm sorry. This is a longer story than anyone cares <laughs> about, but <laughs> it's been my life for the last five days. But then, uh, I noticed yesterday that my gutter is pulling away from the house on the front of the house. There was rain pouring off the front end of the, or the wrong end of the gutter, you know, to be a clog. Right, right, right. It's basically where the water starts and rolls down to the other side. So you told your wife you had to sell the house? No, I oh. I got some new things, new screws for it that hopefully will fix it. But mm-hmm. I got to deal with that now. And I am just, I'm tired of being Mr. Fix-It Man. I stink at this. I know it, I know it. That's right. Family Man Fix It or Finish It February does not wait for anyone. Oh, you know, it dude. just it happens all the time. Well, Hard to be in the dad. And uh, I'll cut this part out if it's too much information. But then I I, I had that not so fresh feeling <laughs> and got to go to the doctor and found out I have a, a second hernia to match my first one. So oh, yeah. I'm probably going to be uh, having surgery somewhere in the near future to fix those things. Wow. It's not fun. Wow. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you die. Ain't life fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, and really life is not fun. Uh, I'm not always. Uh, I was talking to my dad yesterday. I was, I was at a uh, volleyball meet match. I don't know what you call it. Game for my boys and, I saw a guy who I hadn't seen in a long time, and he was just—he was just saying that it had been a hard week and a half. And we talked, and you know, it was just teenage problems, and uh, you could tell he was discouraged, and it just felt overwhelming. And and you know, all I could say was, "Don't grow weary, keep doing." You know, they're counting on you. And but I, I think it is encouraging to know that you're not alone when you're facing all these things. Um, I mean, you could always say, oh, somebody else's is worse, but it may not feel worse, but at least somebody's facing what you are facing and that you're not doing it alone. Well, we could talk more, Scott, about just the hardships of being a dad, but we are going to do something different. I don't know if we've ever done this before. Last night when I was recording a podcast with uh, my son for the Smiling Homeschooler, uh, we interviewed a guy named Davey Liu. Davy Lou came up to me uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was in Round Rock, Texas, and he immediately struck me as, oh, this guy's unique because he he was obviously Asian, Asian-American, and uh, he 
had a cowboy hat on and it just looked jarring to me, you know, and uh, he had this cowboy shirt on and we talked and I quickly found out that he was an animator uh, for Walt Disney and had worked on movies like The Lion King and Aladdin and he'd worked on Star Wars and um, some of the Walt Disney World light pageant kind of things. And but he was a Christian. He no longer worked for Disney and he's working on some new projects, some Christian projects of his own. And they're, they're super cool. And so, you know, I was struck not only by his testimony of, uh, of a parent who believed in him. He said he basically, I think he was grew up in Taiwan and, and, you know, he said his parents were, you could basically be a doctor or you could be a lawyer um, and he got F's in school, but he couldn't, you know, he couldn't do grammar or anything like that, but he learned that he could draw and he had someone who encouraged him in that. And then he was really one of the first Asian uh, animators at Disney. But I just thought, because I know some of you would be interested in his project and maybe even knowing somebody that can be a part of his project. He has a project where he's raising a lot of money. Hobby Lobby is already the or has already donated a lot of money, half the project, but he's still looking for others. And I just thought, well, maybe we know people who know people. Um, so Scott, we're going to roll the roll the tape of our interview with Davy Lou um, from Kendu Kids and Kendu K E N D U. It may have an ink or Kendu.org. And then we'll wrap it up at the end. Well, hey, everybody, we've got a special guest. So we're going to just kind of forego the chit chat. And um, we've got Davey Lou, who was a he came up to me at a convention in Round Rock, Texas. He handed me this book and he said, hey, I used to be a Disney animator, which immediately caught my attention. And then he kind of shared his vision of the future of what he has created. He handed me this book and we parted ways. It was a quick, quick introduction. But I looked through this book later and I was mesmerized by the pictures and by the story. So I thought it'd be great to have him on the show and talk about his vision, not only for art, but how your family can maybe be a part of it. So Davey Lou, it is a pleasure having you with us. Yes, sir. Thank you, Todd, for uh, taking the giant leap of faith. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Davey, I'll tell you, it it is a little shocking. Now, not everybody can see you. The people who are listening right now can see you. But both times I met you, you wear a cowboy hat. And I don't mean to be stereotypical, but I don't think Asian and and, and And cowboy hat. And Woody has anything in common. I get it. So I I keep talking about, you know, God called me to leave Disney so I don't have to be a cow follow the world's fame. Right. But be a cowboy with the drive and to lead and be a visionary for the kingdom of God. We're not Thank here you. to live as a cow on earth, but to be a kingdom cowboy. Oh, all yes. right. You've already set the tone here. So tell us a little bit about you, how you got started, you know, and, and, and animation. And yeah. And then we'll ask you how you made sure. a transition. So uh, in a very short, uh, I'm like a Chinese force gump. Uh, every Chinese family want a straight A kid. I'm the youngest of seven. I had a straight F growing up in Taiwan. And mom thought immigrate me to America with the best idea. So I came to America not speaking a word of English uh, because I 
you know, I have straight F. That was my excuse. I couldn't understand English. <laughs> so um, I had plenty of time. Art class became my 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 uh, neutral doodling, you know, time pass. So staring at a white piece of paper, why not draw? So I started drawing and doodle and our teacher kind of saw talent. And she said, you can do it. No one ever said I can do anything. So I drew a Chinese dragon and in that drawing in 1982, in my first year in America, I won top 20 in the whole United States. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I realized, oh, so God didn't give me a gift to make straight A's, but gave me a gift to draw straight lines. That's when I discovered mm-hmm. I have an artistic gift. So um, then uh, my mom said, uh, don't take art seriously now. That's, that's just a hobby, all right? Because uh, you know you heard about starving artists. You don't heard about starving doctors. <laughs> Mom tried to convince me to become one of those, you know, doctor engineer. I just couldn't. So I pursued art. Went to art school, and um, Disney came to our school recruit. Um, it was nearly impossible to get in. They were looking for eight kids out of thousands of graduates. So I tried three times, failed. Uh, three times and then on the fourth year um, I barely graduated from college and Disney hired me uh, started internship and then hired me to work at Disney in 1990. And you worked there for a while then I mean you got to work on some pretty uh, major movies and then kind of what, yeah. what was that transition out of that then? Yeah so I, I started again that's not my dream job I just right. got in there I, I thought wow this is fun I didn't know artists you can do all this different thing so I started as an animator but I have ADD I couldn't sit there to draw 24 drawings per second. So I got moved into a different department, which is the background set design. And I love that. And then eventually, you know, after Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, Mulan, I, I realized the best part about working at Disney is to develop visionary project, project that can change the world. And that's what I did. So in Disney, there was, you know, there were people that just working down there, there's thousands of animators, but there was only 50 cowboys. There were only 50 people that create projects and changing the world. So I was one of those 50 cowboys at Disney Burbank and I was just developing projects. And that's when I realized, hey, you know, Disney is the biggest children's ministry. Why not Price Entity has such a powerful media that can change the world and why Disney? So in 1998, I saw Disney was creating LGBTQ stuff already. Mm. And I was just, you know, as a believer, I just have such a strong conviction. I mean, what am I going to answer to God? So I, I love when to work for George on Star Wars and doing that two years, God just gave me this vision of creating a whole series of animated films. The Lion King just started Moses. I mean, it's very allegory, but it's powerful. Just like Jesus preaching parables. He didn't preach directly like the Pharisees, but his story was so, so everywhere i mean it's just like disney at the time and so the 57 parable jesus preached everybody can understand so that was it i got the secret of how we can bring the biblical gospel uh, i don't want to say secret that the creativity me- method right. so god just gave me this vision of leaving disney and and leaving star wars and uh, i have to say that was my leap of faith in year 2000. Oh, I can understand that. So you, so was Ken Do Kids, was that born out of that? And maybe you could explain what Ken Do is. Yeah, so Ken Do is, again, I grew up in Taiwan. Everybody told me I can't do anything until my teacher told me you can do it. And then my dad told me you can do all things to Christ. So this word Ken Do became phenomenal because, you know, it's like Jesus empowered their disciple with this, you know, with God, nothing's impossible thing. So this Ken Do spirit became a big thing for me so I, I really want to bring a whole series of animated films so Kendu behind me that cute little fox it's his name is Kendu so that's our mm-hmm. company's uh, mascot 
Kendu is the main character in our first film, The Giant Leap. He was in a dinosaur's world and how he took a giant leap of faith and he eventually discovered the biggest epic savior of the world, Noah's Ark. So, mm, that's, so that's cool. where Kendu, you know, really, uh, so in China, all the series of the biblical anima, animated Bible stories that we have here. Um, so this is a whole series of books that, that, that was there. So this is a new one, that whale perspective of Jonah. Hmm. This is a R.C. Sproul helped me with this. This is the animal perspective that Jesus became the ultimate animal sacrifice. And this one is the lion perspective of, of Daniel. And this one is a animal perspective of Adam and Eve when mm. they uh, consume the fruit. And then this one is the fish perspective on Moses part in the Red Sea. So they always have kind of like a spin of, you know, kind of like Pixar's. Yeah. You're right. looking at the biblical gospel. And this one is the film that I developed when I was in Disney, Animal, How They Discovered Noah's Ark. And during that time, you know, Aunt Disney loved it, except they want me to have an animal going there to Mr. Turtle, to Mr. Dove. I said, no, the Bible says one male, one female. So. Mm. Right. Wow. So these so, series of books are are, are are the best children's moral book in 2017, one of the best children's book in China, the whole series. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And they're all available, and they can get those on your website. Um, but I had, uh, again, you, you you allowed, gave me a gift of the giant leaf, yeah, and really one. it was it was something else. I mean, it not as only is a beautiful book, but it's well-written, and it's... Um, uh, it's just a great book. So how did you go from, I guess your idea, was it from book to movie or are you thinking yeah. movie? I know you're pretty big in your scope. Uh, so uh, so I, I have an animated script. It's it's 90, 90, 90 minutes and no no investor really want to read your script because it's too thick. And so, you know, God's just say, once you create a beautiful, simple, little, you know, just mm -hmm. a little glimpse of what this Bible story would look mm -hmm. like. So. I originally created this thing beautifully, and I even uh, a major Christian publisher says, you're nuts, you're not gonna make any money creating this such a book. <laughs> right. But I, again, I didn't care about selling books, I just wanted the investor to see what a biblical gospel could look like in this format, an animated film, the way told from Animal, how they discovered Noah's Ark. So, and and so that one leap to another, I just kept going. And so I'm now on my seventh book, The Insect Perspective of the ba John the Baptist. And um, it always been tough, Todd, I, I have to say, you know, it's been a faith journey, just really believe in shooting higher. I just, it really hurts for me working at Disney. And then every time I see the kids, you know, they go into church and in 1995, the pastor says, the kids that grew up in America, the church in 95, that they go to school and only less than 5% can retain their faith in mm -hmm. 1995. I don't know what's the percentage now. And that yeah. really breaks my heart. I say, why? Well, they all, so it's it, they can't just be stuck with VeggieTales. There's got to be something even higher quality right. than VeggieTales, and that, that was my heart. I just like I just believe that you know we need to we need to rise up with the artistic creativity, storytelling. You know we need to have a whole army that represent biblical gospel so that God's agenda will win in child's heart before they turn twelve. And I it's hope really the whole the, that whole uh, uh, art form is such a powerful teacher right. i mean yes, yes. and not only are kids sitting in front of a television now you know where they just stream moana 47 times in a row yeah but the message uh is sinks in as well that's right yeah that's right so so, uh, so can do film started in 2004 and then can do kids is my nonprofit ministry it's an arm to the people that want to support our ministry so mm. can do kids was born in right before COVID. And um, so, you know, we're very supported by a lot of people that believe in 
you know, we are the end of those against what Disney is creating to our family. So besides, besides, you know, creating these books, I mean, our ultimate goal in, in our ministry is really create an animated film. And this project cost $33 million. And I know that's wow. big numbers for a lot of, you know, people. There's nobody does that in the faith-based circle. Everybody's creating two, three million dollars. And um, so, you know, 33 million compared to 200 million right now per film in Disney, it's still, still peanuts. And we just believe that, you know, you can't sacrifice quality. An animated film takes two years to make. Mm-hmm. And um, by the grace of God, I uh, last year we were able to find uh, our main our main angel Lee investor in and out burger, the CEO mm-hmm. of In and Out Burger to, to invest her own personal, you know, more than half of what we we're more than half now. So wow. by by being on this show, I really want to invite the listener that besides getting our books, I mean, you have an opportunity to rise up that we can stand against the Goliath of our nations and our, uh, and the cap, you know, of, of dark children's media. We can actually have an option. I, I keep going to homeschool and I see parents are just fighting with their kids. Like, don't watch Disney, but then they don't understand it. Like, mom, you watch them when you're a kid. What's wrong with them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so hard for them to understand the subtlety of what Disney, they're not subtle anymore. So Disney yeah. this year, 27% gay agenda next year 37 percent. they're just increasing that higher and higher every year yeah it does feel like it's more relevant than ever what you're trying to do just because it has been forever but it's so in your face at this point that people couldn't even pretend that it's not the main focus to some extent and i think the last couple years have been good in that way yeah and selfishly speaking when i heard todd you say your son's in in animation i was like it's like one of those, you know, it's like, you know, I, there's people that are so talented, you know. Is that you, Ben? No, it's no. not. It's my brother underneath brother? me. It's okay. his talented brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, there's so many young kids. I mean, they, you know, their dreams to work for Disney. Where are they going to go now? You know, yeah, so right. it's another thing. It's like we're yeah. about to provide a, a wonderful training ground for them to work with the best. So our, our uh, the Giant Lee first director is, you know, Mulan, Tony Bancroft. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got the mm-hmm. best director and then yeah, really just awesome. passed this beautiful artistry and the craftsmanship down to the next generation and how Disney, they spent, I mean, they really work hard to develop magic and it's not by accident. Right. It's really, really down to science. It's really takes create creativity and excellent talented young people. Mm. So if they go to your website, you know, obviously you have you we've mentioned the books. What are other things that you either provide or that they can go there for? Uh, you know, what is it that can do kids interacts with these families? Yeah, so kids besides besides, you know, uh, these biblical animal animated books and stuff like that. What we do is, you know, I just like you yourself, Todd, I do creativity workshops. So I'll go to your community. And what I did is back in Disney days, I did creativity work, creativity workshop for Princess Diana's family and Michael Jackson's kids. So what I did is I bring creativity from Monday to Friday and in your community or online, and we custom build this creativity program as an outreach. So what is it? They come on and they learn how to how creativity from character design to develop stories, and it's a group effort. And the whole spirit is a can-do attitude. And then at the end, they create their own little animated films. By Friday, we have an Oscar. So that allow kids to see the creativity process because creativity is so abstract. So what Can Do Kids is does is create a platform for the kids to create their own stories. And let's say that it's, you know, there's team that have bravery or empathy. They really focus on what that means. And then using three, two, three different animals and they get to do their own sound effects. So in five days, they get to create their little animated films by, by, their, by their own children. Yeah. 
That is super cool, yeah. Well, you know, as we kind of draw to a close, um, because, I, I, you know, I guess I want uh, parents to jump on board the can-do boat yeah. um, because I know there's a lot of parents who feel that same frustration, yeah. you know, and sometimes it does feel like a, 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 you know, a big thing to accomplish. Um, and maybe we can't do a million films, but we can help be involved in your film. How would they do that? I know you have a donation page. Um, could they contact you? Could they? Yeah. So, so they just contact me directly here. Um, if you, if you know, I'm a connect, even if you can just be a connector and then, you know, if you can connect us with the people that can help us, you know, get this resource, get the funding. I mean, again, you, being a connector, you become a producer automatically on this film, just like yourself, Todd. You know, if you can help me connecting the right people that that can support and get this funding re in place, you're automatic our, our connector. And that's in our film world, it's called producer. You help us produce this dream to become a reality. So I just want to invite the parents out there that, you know, don't just buy, just don't become bystander. You have an opportunity. We're halfway there with our full 33 million coming out with the best feature animated film that it won't look like the Bible stories. I, I love the fact that my books, when I came out, I was book signing, a kid came up to me and said, sir, thank you for making your book not look like a Christian. Our objective is really reaching out to the unchurched, not just the mm -hmm. Christian community, mm -hmm. just like I did with people in China. And we believe that the gospel need not be behind in church, they, they need to be the light of the world. The world's not ashamed of their dark agenda, their dark gospel. We need to so much more so put effort into packaging and into design the glory of God. Yeah, mm. that's super cool. And I think and something I, this is not to derail, but I thought it was really interesting too that you mentioned, you know, we are primarily our audience's homeschoolers, you know, and you mentioned at the beginning that, you know, all it took was one person really to encourage you. And that really changed your entire life. I mean, in, in a major way. And I think that's something that homeschooling can be so powerful is, you know, these parents and these moms are getting to teach their kids and you get to fan that spark. And that is such a cool thing. And I think you obviously are a perfect example of what encouragement can do in someone's life uh yes. so that was a good we can do it yeah so uh, if you want to know more you can certainly go to our our project it's called the giantleaf.com the giantleaf.com in there you hear i have a half an hour sharing from the lion king to the king of kings and then there is you're you're able to see our digital books in a, in a really short 17 minutes you'll see what this giant leaves about um, mm -hmm. that's a that's a free animated digital books of course the quality is going to be better than the feature films and then and then uh, we have done quite a bit of VBS near where I am in Southern California. And then in there, there's a contact. You can contact me there as well, thegiantleaf.com. So. Okay. I just mm. linked well, that. I, I'm going to well. put a little plug on, you know, to the moms and dads listening who, who are, again, maybe you can't come up with the other $17.5 million or whatever that is, but maybe you have some contacts with people who can do that. Um, so maybe I, I'm just going to push you a little bit uh, to maybe contact Davey and see, again, just give him the contacts and see what God might in the midst of that. Yeah, thank you, Definitely. Tom. Appreciate it. Cool. Well, thank hey, we're going to bring it to a close. Uh, uh, um, we want to thank Davey, uh, Lou, for being a part of this, for being a, a cowboy for Jesus. Thank you. And really going against some big giants. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and giving us the opportunity to be a part of it, too. Thank so you, thank you so much for being, thank and I'm so sure there will be some people who will be contacting you. Sure. And uh, we look forward to 
seeing what God does in the future with you and with the giant and your league. son. And your son. I, I, I need to recruit more people that are just talented and looking for an outlet to shine. So, yeah. like I said, your son someday. What's your son's name, Todd? Sam. Sam yeah. Wilson. Sam. Yeah. Sam, if you're hearing this, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, he's currently okay, which, well, thanks, putting Amy. a plug in. You, we put this, you can this, do it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I know he's actually working on the Wing Feather Saga, which is uh, by Angel Studios, one of those. So if you yes, want sir. something that's Christian-based, not necessarily all of Angels, but this portion is, it's a great thing to show your kids as well. But yeah. uh, we're going to call you, it Scott. an evening, though. But thank you, everyone, for joining us. Well, again, Scott, uh, I hope you thought it was a fun listen. That guy is is amazing. He's got a lot of energy, makes me tired. But, you know, I, again, you may not be have, oh, $13 million in your hip pocket right now, but maybe you're part of an organization that is looking for those kind of things to be a part of. And, you know, I don't know if he can, he's going to solve all the problems of entertainment, but, you know, we just, we're having less and less offerings that we can really watch as a family. And I think there are opportunities to be a part of something, you know, even my son is working for the wing feather saga, which is a great uh, Christian allegory and a great story. They're working on season two right now. And maybe you're encouraged, maybe to encourage one of your kids who isn't doing very well in school, or maybe doesn't fit the mold that you'd like them to fit. You know, maybe think of Davey and think how you could encourage him in the bent that he is already bent at. It's not always easy, especially if our bent isn't the same, but man, when we can encourage our kids and things are good at and smile at them, we give them a great gift. So have a great week. We'll see you next week. Hope you're getting some warm weather and can do some outdoor stuff. I got to go try to start a truck right now. Uh, Don't forget to pray for Michelle and Jeff Helfer and, uh, you know, Keep doing what you're doing, Dad. Don't give up. Don't grow weary. You're not alone. And don't stop because you did, Dad. And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us, Dad. Have a great week. Stop.